Welcome to Join the Raid. Tonight we have myself and the co-host with the most, Mr. Savage himself. Hello, hello. We're going to talk about the changes of the English language in the last decade. So, Mr. Savage, when you talk about the changes of the English language in the last decade, what is your standpoint on that? Um, in the last decade or so, the English language has changed so much. Um, when you think about it, there's so many words that have changed, like the definition or meaning, how we say things, you know, each, like every few years, a new phrase is like the new thing to say, stuff like that, really. A lot of stuff like that has really changed over the, especially over the last decade. It's, it's always changing, you know, new trends, new ways of saying certain things. It could be lingo. It could just be definitions of words. It's, it's changed so much in the last 10 years or so. Yeah, I, I see that a lot. And from just from when I was just growing up in the 90s to now, it's it's night and day. I can't keep up with the slang, how it's changed, how people talk to each other. It, it's missing a lot of that core, that core in it, that meaning behind it. Yeah. It changes so much, you just don't know what to do with it anymore. Yeah, the uh, like you said, the meaning, the core of it, a lot of pe things people will say something and can mean another thing. Um, you know, a lot of people just even just giving your word to someone, you, you, you say you're going to do something, you don't do it. You know, a lot of those kind of things go into it, really. I see. And like you said, the, as the years go by, it seems like the value of your word and the definition it goes with it is uh, less and less. It's kind of like falling apart. Like, there's no structure to it now, really. Yeah, I feel that way a lot. Um, because there's just no pride at all anymore. Like, as much as I, I hate saying it, like, people lack that sense of pride behind their words nowadays. They, they throw it around like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, going from recent history in general with myself, I used to have a good close knit, tight knit group of friends and we kind of all spread out throughout the, you know, the country, the world. And we always, when one person said they're going to do something, they, they did it. It wasn't yeah. this whole, yeah, I got you. And then all of a sudden, two months later, they finally get you and try to help you out and you've already figured it out yourself. Yeah. So there's no reliability behind it. And it's, it, it makes me think sometimes of what's going on with people nowadays. Why, why, yeah. the, need, hmm. why, why, why the need to change it so much instead of keeping something the same, it's just working right for you. Why are we changing it over and over again? Yeah. Cause there's, like you said, there's, um, it's like kind of like one word could mean a thousand things or it could like, you know, you get a definition for it in the dictionary. Sure. But when someone says a certain word, it could mean a whole lot of other things. Like there's subliminal like meanings behind it all. So it's like a chain reaction, really. <clears throat> yeah. 
what do, what do you think is your uh your definition of your own language? Let's talk about you. Let's your definition of language. Your own you, language. Where would you rate yourself? Where would you rate yourself in there? Um, I'm a person that speaks my mind, regardless of if it hurts someone's feelings or not. I like to I like to say my piece and let them know anyone really that this is what I stand on it, how I, how I think. And the language is crucial in that sense. I have to make sure that the words I'm saying, it goes by the definition of the word itself. So I'm not going to just be speaking nonsense. And then I'm not going to be using words to try to get my point across. I'm going to use that they don't, don't match the definition really it's really going to have to i'm going to use certain words to make sure that what i'm saying is factual and realistic yeah, but basically that's that yeah that's basically where i'm at in that stance i get that i guess that's why we, we kind of get along a lot very easily because yeah. we kind of have the same mindsets on certain things and it's always that, you know, let's just be, let's just speak the truth. Let's just get it straight through the middle of it. Let's get it all done with. And then if it's something we like, we like it. If it's something we don't like, we can openly admit that, no, we don't like that. Yeah. There's no beating that. around the bush. <laughs> oh, yeah, a whole lot. No beating around the bush. It's kind of one of those things that was my, that's my best quality of uh, just being blunt and upfront and causing all kinds of discontent because people like to do that sugarcoating game. Yeah. Yeah. They like to, they like to sit around and kind of try to get around it so they can avoid conflicts, but they also just want to be right all the time, regardless if they are right or wrong. And so, yeah, they'll throw out a word or like a whole sentence that means something else entirely different from what they're thinking, but they just throw out the sense out there in the blue, just to, just to try to either A, to avoid the conflict, or B, to just try to make themselves right, because they don't want to admit that they're wrong. Yeah, that that right there sounds like a definition of the majority of people in the society nowadays that have been, I, I say I say coddled, um, you know, always, always coddled and just don't have that, they don't, they don't have that, what is that, what am I looking for here? I guess it goes back to pride that that self self pride yeah self. the two they're the two in themselves to let go and admit that they're wrong and I do it all the time I I always admit when I'm wrong you know at work I'll make a mistake I own up to that mistake I'm like I get mad at myself and then I'll be like all right boss I fucked up on this this is what I did you know I'm not gonna beat around the bush like we said and try to like use um use excuses and use like something that's fake to get away with uh, avoiding the repercussions of my actions basically yeah i mean that's a that's a great quality to have too it shows that you will take responsibility for your own actions um don't see that very much don't see that very much anymore um yeah between working several different jobs and looking at people just in general, they, they are quick to blame somebody else on every aspect of it. Yeah, exactly. And it does really suck too. Cause like you said, 
language is very important. It, 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 it distinguishes us from the animals. Each animal has its own language and they can still understand each other. But for, for us, we are on a higher intellectual level for most. There, there's a few other animals that are intellectual, but we as a species that speaks through a lot verbally, our expressions are sought through our words. And that means a lot to us, really. And so when we start throwing out nonsense, it kind of throws everything in whack. It just makes everything seem unrealistic. Yeah, but with that being said, you know, we're supposed to be that intellectual, the epitome of intellectual language. But when you look at it, um, most of us can't even can't even speak and can't talk about issues or resolve them because one person is speaking this way, the other person is speaking this way. And then we got yeah. that one in the middle that understands both sides of it, but can't get both sides to understand or talk or communicate openly the right way because either one language barrier to the generational gap or yep. three, they're just so stubborn. Don't want to admit the other one, their own self is wrong when they are wrong. Yeah, that's, that's very true. And uh, you see that a lot more with, you know, as you get older, you kind of, you know, everyone gains wisdom, I would hope as you get older and, and uh, through that, you will see changes in how you present yourself and how you speak to others and how you speak to yourself. Really, you you when you speak, you kind of give a definition of yourself and who you are. So you can tell just by their language where they're from, um, or like even lingo. You know, Westerners. You know, for people from California, are going to speak a bit differently from people that speak in Boston example oh. and so the language is going to be a bit different so you're going to you know some words are going to mean different things you know or it's just like the uk to english you're taking a piss or something like that and that's a you're like what what does that even mean it's english you're understanding each individual word but when you group those words together you kind of get a difference uh and meaning the whole sentence means something else entirely different so oh, there's my. so like so stuff like that too I completely agree with you, and I concur with that. Let's just not, we don't have to go to England. We just go straight to Canada. <laughs> Look at Canada, Canada yeah. right there. Like, they, I, I say certain terms, and they just look at me. And I'm like, oh, or, you know, even just saying goodbye, they say ciao. It's, you know, hey, because it's the front yeah. side, but the majority of them will say ciao most of the time than anything else. I say later, they look at me. Like, later what? <laughs> yes there's that aspect but then there's also like aspects where it's intellectually so certain words will have there'll be a higher like level of intelligence you have to like study the words and what its meaning is you know when you say elaborate a lot of i knew a few people in my high school didn't even know what that meant i was like you don't know what elaborate means it just means to explain further it just means to (laughs) to give more detail and depth really like you say something, can you elaborate on that? That kind of thing. And you see that a lot too. Um, you can tell by a person of if they studied or if they went to a good school. Language is a key aspect in our lives, but um, it seems as the years go by, it just seems to get more incoherent. 
I just I see it more like here as well. But I say it, it's just degrading. Yeah, it's constantly degrading, and it, it makes me want to take somebody and just shake the shit out of them. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they they just I I have I have new neighbors now, and I hear how they talk, and they're younger, and it just I look at them like, what the hell did you just say? It's Was not that like a you're, <laughs> and it's not like you're old or anything either. You're I'm not gonna say your age, but I I know you're not much older than me. And so it's like, okay. And then there's, I mean, I just hit 30 and now there's people that are younger than me. And I hear like a, you know, some phrase from them being in high school. I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. Like, are you trying to say something else entirely different? And so, like you said, it's degrading in a sense. Yeah. I, I go with, um, my vernacular isn't very small, um, with, Everybody likes to say using your big boy words. Uh, <laughs> I, I can use them. I can use them any kind of any kind of scenario. But as much as life keeps going on, I realize that when I do use them, as we've had on here before, Miss Raider on here, she says my vernacular makes people intimidated or makes you think, <laughs> makes people think I'm talking down to them. And I'm like, no, they just need to open up a dictionary and understand what these words mean. <laughs> yeah, and even. Most cases, even if you don't understand the word, you can take that word out of the sentence and find the context of the whole sentence of what what you're talking about. So if you're in a situation and he's you say a fancy word that I don't understand, I can take that word out and think about okay, he just said this. We're in this situation. He must mean this, and I'll elaborate on it. Be like, does that mean this? And you can you'll be able to like, yeah, that's what that means. Okay. Yeah, but uh, most people find it condescending and <laughs> and narcissistic, and it, it's one of those things. I just look at it as like, well, just because my vocabulary is a little bit larger than yours doesn't mean I'm calling you stupid. It means, yeah. hey, I'm just trying to, I'm expressing myself. If I'm in a conversation, I'm using my vernacular fully. Then guess what? I'm involved. I I'm yeah. invested in this conversation. I'm going 100% in it, and you know, we're, we're going to do this. I'm, I got finally get to talk about something I like talking about, but then they kind of back out of it or just excuse themselves. And I'm over here looking at like, how did I become an asshole by just having a (laughs) conversation with you? And I wasn't even being an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. And it happens a whole, happens a whole lot, man. And I, I go out, I do anything like that, and I talk with somebody, and they bring up a subject that I love so much, and we're talking about it. Like, let's talk about uh, just being in the military. They're talking about deployments. They're talking about just any other time in and just how do, how do you just go from going from having nothing to having something, just gearing them up to getting their mindsets to that, and my vernacular comes out because – I invest, I like investing in people more than I like investing in other, in everything else, because if you can teach somebody something before they have to deal with a problem, you're going to better them, if they, especially if they listen. Yeah. And it just makes it a whole lot, it makes me feel better about myself as well. But, but it usually turns out to, they, they hit the vernacular comes out. I just use, a, I use a big boy word. I use something yeah. I, like you said, like use the word elaborate, something like that. And they look at me and they're like, what? 
<laughs> that's not even like a big boy word it's like a word you just learned in high school it's like yeah it's a scientific word in most cases oh not even that but it, it can be used a lot in science and when you want to elaborate on something it's just like you said before or i said before too it's just to to further into the details basically you just want to explain yeah. things in more de in more depth yeah like let's look at uh let's look at the 80s Mm. Let's look at that. The way they talked to each other then is like a whole different language, and people listen to it and they would be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> if somebody says the word "jive," they will not know what the hell is going on. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. And I grew up in the '90s, and I kind of knew what the what what the jive is. Like what the word meant back then, and uh, you don't hear that word anymore at all. I haven't heard a single person since like the late nineties use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think the last time I think I've heard that it was, I think I was back home. I live I'm from a small small town, so mm. like it it actually upgrading to how everybody else talks. It's about like you know. 20 or 30 years behind so they're probably catching up to 2010 right now <laughs> yeah on this like language and how everybody talks to each other because if it wasn't face to face you saw it on tv and we didn't emulate it we didn't try to go back and forth to act like them on tv so it was one of those things we we only talked like everyone else around us so everyone used their vocabulary used amazing vernacular and public speaking was one of those things that made everyone realize that we didn't fit in when we left our school and went everywhere else because we used that that vernacular use our intelligence that we learned just from day to day and just going to the grocery store just having to talk with people and it's one of those places too that you don't get phone service <laughs> so yeah you it's not like everybody else here trapped. They get phone service now because, you know, cell towers, everybody's, everything's evolving a little bit here and there. But going from this area here where I am now, they, my hometown is probably catching up and people are starting to have more cell service and time yeah. and looking at their phones now. Cause I remember I had a cell phone in high school. It was, it literally was a paperweight. Until I got about an hour away. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I had a razor. That was uh, my first, my first uh, cell phone in high school. Oh, me too. No, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. But yeah, it, it's it is crazy too because you'll see, like you said, even there you'll see language differences. Like you said, small town example doesn't have a lot of exposure to the outside world you know big cities other countries in the media they're not gonna really see that those language differences so when they see it for the first time they're like what does this mean or why is he saying this but it's he's in a context of this so like i said before there's so many changes in the direction of words to these days because it can mean the definition could be this, but in the context, the person could be meaning this. So it, it gets crazy. And 
if you go from a small town to a big wor- open world like Boston or something or New York, and you're coming from like a, a town out of Ohio or something, then it's going to be completely different. You're going to be in a whole new world. And it's uh, it might frighten a lot of people. It might startle some. and But uh, usually people are good at adapting after a certain time. But you will see the glaring difference. Oh, I 100% agree with that, and I can't even, I can't put it on a level of how I miss, how I actually miss how people used to talk, and it made you realize that people were actually involved in their conversations, and it just makes me want to go back in time a little bit. That's very true. That's, uh languages back then were more direct and meaningful whereas today's languages are more like you said not yeah de- degrading but also like very humorous and like very not insulting but like they kind of like it seems humorous in a way for some reason like the the language today you kind of just they make jokes and they the words that come out are just so different from when you're having a conversation with someone like it's just not as direct as it used to be especially with like texting you you kind of lose you kind of lose that uh emotional background of a word as well so, so when someone is angry and they say something to you directly you you understand not just through the word, but through the emotion of the vocals as well. But when someone texts you that same thing, you're not going to hear their anger. You're just going to see words and be like, huh, are they frustrated with me? Are they angry or why are they saying this? So the, 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 not the definition, but the meaning of the word, I guess, in a sense is changed just by through um, texting and like direct, direct, uh, directional. Yeah. I get what you're saying there, man. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. Texting has changed the game for how people talk to each other. Um, went from laugh out loud, actually laughing out loud to LOL. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, let's see here. When, when did I when did I start texting actually getting good at it? I think I was in the military. <laughs> I was... 20, 20 something years old, 20 years old, mm. when I actually started using texting, I still call people. I, yeah. I, was, I was that person that I got to, I got to call. I got <laughs> to figure out, you know, you know, what they mean. Everybody else is texting. Why don't you just text them? It's like, why would I text them? I can just call them and get the conversation over with right now. Yeah. You know, waiting on that whole reply back and forth. Cause it, I get texting it elongates the conversation a little bit, but it still is one of those things that makes me feel a little bit out of out of out of uh, source because you can't tell tone, you can't you can't yeah. even you know tell if they are frustrated or angry because you can say one thing in one tone of voice and a different tone of voice, you can understand the difference and you know yeah. what's going on. And we look at it and we're just like, I gotta. I don't know if they're saying, you know, something's wrong with me or if they're <laughs> just asking a question. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, and I said, it, it's, 
It's a whole different world with texting when it comes to the language when you're speaking it verbally instead. Not only, like you said, where it's like you can't tell the difference with the tone, but also, like, people, a lot of people today like to avoid confrontation. And through text, they can do that. They can avoid the whole situation entirely. With text, you can put it on hold. You can look at this sentence and be like, well, I don't have to deal with this right now. So I can put this aside and act like I didn't see it and just avoid the text entirely or avoid the conversation entirely. Yeah, I definitely, definitely end up being that one that avoids the conversation. Uh, I, I just, when you're texting me and I feel like you're angry and I say, you know, just call me, just, just, just yeah. call. Yeah. I, I like to get the confrontation <laughs> done and over with. I don't like to be held up. I'm the kind of person when it comes down to it, when I see something that needs to be worked on, fixed or handled or something like that, I have to do it. Not immediately, but pretty, pretty soon. I have to like kind of get get it over with. Like I like to, I'm a quick person. I like to move things on. I don't like to just sit around and just like hold on to it because then it frustrates me. It kind of like sits in the back of my head, and I think about it. And I think about it, and I'm just like, all right. I'd rather deal with it now and move forward. Well, that is a productive way. That I'd say that's a constructive way. The better mm. constructive way to deal with everything like that. But it, I just what what, what is it exactly? I'm saying is, I raise my the kids I take care of. I raise them up to have that vernacular and that straightforwardness. Yeah. But at the same time, I forgot that this day and age, they that's frowned upon so much, so so much. Yeah, and, and it makes me wonder all the time of why, why is it so bad? What's making it? Because I, I, I tell the kids, hey, just be honest. You're not gonna get in trouble for being honest. Um, just be respectful when you say it. You're good, no matter what you say. Yeah, and I get that. It's uh, re- honesty and being respectful, the two most important things, especially when growing up, that's you got to like not drill that into your kid's head, but you got to teach them that as they're growing up. Because if you don't, then it, it gets wild pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, you know, the, the roller coaster I'm on all the time, it's always, yeah. you know, up and down. Um, but I always see it at the end of, end of the day. I see that hey, they're they're getting better. They're they're not they're not buttheads. They, I mean, they are buttheads, but they're not total buttheads. Or they, you know, yeah. I feel like they're gonna be screwed up later on in life. In some aspects, I feel like you know I could have done that better, and I'm gonna teach them the better way of doing it. That way, they don't have to deal with all these struggles like I did like going from small town to society where everybody's up to date with everything I try to keep them as up to date with as much as I can 
but in a responsible manner. Yeah. Because uh, uh, oldest boy, he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, yo!" I looked at him. I was like, "Who taught you that, buddy?" <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like. Oh, I heard you saying it the other day. I was like, oh, that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they pick up on that. Kids will pick oh, yeah. up your language really quickly. Oh, yeah, he picks up on that, but he don't pick up on, on writing that paper <laughs> I told him to write. <laughs> of course, because it's, uh, it's when you, you know, those kind of phrases, and it came up recently. I don't even know where it came from, but, you know, a lot of people now will say that. It'd be like something crazy or wild or funny comes up. They'd be like, hey, yo. You know, we use it all the time in our, you know, when we're gaming or just talking to friends and make someone makes a witty joke or a funny joke or whatever. And it's a, that phrase, it, it's fun to say, you know, it makes, adds a little more humor to it. So that's why not only kids will catch on to that quickly because it's more fun for them to say that. They're like, hey, I had a little smile and a laugh out of that. But also anyone older today, you know, me, you, whatever whatever age you'll catch on it, you still have a little bit of fun in the back of your head from it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, when you look at the English language compared to, let's, let's go with Japanese because that's one I'm just really familiar with. They have a formal, informal, then rude. There, mm. It's three different ways of saying something and they're not the same. They are okay. not the same at all. They're not the same word. Are we uh, talking about modern Japanese? Because I know, like, yeah, mo modern Japanese, okay. like you know, okay. like like Nani is what, but Kurishida uh, is a formal what, and they're not the same. So you know, being respectful one way, being and being you know, hey, this is my friends one way. So and here you go English language. You got to pick up on the tone. Yeah, like no matter what. Yeah, you got to pick up on the tone. Confusion, every single emotion goes along with it. I look at it all the time. It's just want to just just punch people in the face, yeah. honestly, because I just yeah, hear their tones so much and the what they're asking. Then they get offended when you assume they're they're being aggressive. But it's just <laughs> I just look at. I was like, you know, you came at it with an aggressive tone. So I match that energy and what, what you weren't being aggressive though. So now <laughs> we're in this awkward situation where we're staring at each other. I don't know if you want to fight. I don't know if I want to fight. I don't know what we're talking about anymore, but you know, yeah. And there's no, there's no barrier besides that. We don't have that, you know, informal proper and then, you know, rude that way you instantly know. There, there's no yeah. if, ands, or buts about it. You know it or not. And I, I say it today like I always say it every single day. The English is the dumbest language in the whole world. Because there's so it's many. Just... Yeah. There's so <laughs> many ways. Yeah. There's like the accents, the 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 meaning, the, and then the definition, and the way you express it. There's so many different ways. And, and across the world, there's different languages, as we all know. And, but each language is unique in its own way. Like you said, the Japanese have the formal, the non-formal, and like the the like the rude scent version of it, really. But then it's like you go to Spanish; it's really fast. You got it. It's like a really fast-paced language. You got to keep up with it, otherwise you're gonna get lost really quickly. 
when you hear someone speaking Spanish, it's like a million miles per second. It's like, what the heck is going on? And then you got other languages that are slower and calmer. You know, they, they speak it out and they deliberately say their words. It's an example, certain Native American tribes, when they speak their language, they speak it at a slow pace. Not like they're stupid, but they're almost at a slower pace so you can understand the words that is coming out of their mouth. And they give you a chance to absorb the information and then say whatever you want to say coming out in, either in your own language or in their language. Otherwise, you know, in other languages like Germany, for example, when, when someone speaks German, a lot of the times it sounds very aggressive and it doesn't even have to be. It's not most of the time they're just saying something and they're not being aggressive or angry. It's just they're very loud and they're very <clears throat> expressive with the word. Yeah, I, I agree with that. German's a, German's a very expressive, very proud language. Um, yeah. it's, it's one of those that everybody behind it always has that when they speak, they speak and you know they're speaking. It's not shallow. It's not this timid talk. It's, yeah. you gotta, you, you're going to be heard. Yeah, there's no hiding underneath your breath, like whispering or saying something underneath your breath. It's They say it and they have their, their chest out proud like you said oh yeah man and that's that's one thing about i miss i miss i miss that about germany because i didn't have to worry about hey what did you say I <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean i i get it with my kids all the time they they talk low because they don't they feel like they're going to get discouraged or or scolded and i tell them all the time hey just be loud i i can't hear you I have hearing loss in two, both my ears and I don't, I don't want, I don't want to yell and say, what did you say over and over again? <laughs> so just, just say it one time loud. Yeah. I'll tell you if it was rude or not and we'll correct it and we'll keep going. We'll keep going throughout the day. Like no matter what. And yeah. like I had them today and they were loud, animated. I didn't have to ask a secondary question at all to hear what they said. And <laughs> it was, it was great and in my head. I'm like, why can't y'all do this every other time? Come on, man, help me out. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's one of those things I, I, I come to understand. I have patience with them and I I'm starting to get patience with other people, but it, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. It's, it's definitely a work in progress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely is. Um, you know, and like I said before, when someone gets older, their language will change a little bit. They'll, they'll catch on to cues and things that not only their parents will do and, and how they say it and how they represent the words uh, through their body language, through their vocal tones, but also their friends in the same manner. You know, when you're hanging out with a bunch of friends, you kind of catch on and kind of adapt their way of thinking if you hang out with them a lot. So, you know, you you might hang out with some friends and they have a more aggressive standpoint on things. So they'll say what's on their mind all the time. They'll They'll express their thoughts. They won't sit there and just like, hide behind their 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 thoughts they'll actually say it or it could just be you know a bunch of friends that are very humorous and they to like to laugh and make jokes and you'll see that a lot with people and especially as you get older you kind of you'll change a little bit from that 
Yeah, the adapting, the the evolution of yourself is always constant. Um, yeah. By group, personal, or individual, it, it's it's always going to be something that always happens. Like I I do it all the time. I'm very isolated. I keep to myself. Uh, the most I do when I do uh, actually interact with people is the Discord or you know the kids when they come over. That that's that's the most I have. And people think that you know, oh that's so horrible. But it was like no, it's kind of it's nice. It's controlled. It's good for yeah, me. You're, and, yeah, you're content and, with it, and it's good. Yeah, it makes me it makes me realize that, you know I'm in control of this, so I don't have to worry about so many so many other outside interferences that can make it where yeah. it's unpleasant. Because I go out and then I have to not only pay attention to how everybody else is acting, so I can read the room or just read the situation for myself, but then I have to look at myself and realize that hey, I come off as this aggressive asshole 99% of the time so how do I not do that and what makes it a lot better for me so Mm. this situation doesn't go aggressive at all so there's so many different variables that I choose I said you know me staying home is it sounds like a nice safe bet don't have to worry about anything and don't have to worry about any other outside interference or situations yeah, you're not worrying about the unknown variables in your in your life, basically, because you're like you said, you have your constant variables that you deal with every day. And you know you can handle them, and you know it's not going to change mo- for the most part. But then when you go, you know, you go out to a bar, all of a sudden things can either be the best or they could be the worst or just an average night. You never know. There's that unknown variable to it. And a language, as I said before, is just a big part of that, too. Like you said, you could read the room through people's language and how they're acting. Example, I was doing a delivery and I had to pick up some food at a bar. And even though I'm 30, I look like I'm like really young. So I walk into the bar. People are sitting there. It, they must have been a group of friends and they were talking to the waitress. And everyone's laughing. And when I walk in, they look at me they all stop talking and instantly look at me and they, they look at me with like, like, who are you? Why are you here? When I've been working there and then I looked at the waitress, I gave them a smile and I looked at the waitress and I said, I'm here to pick up an order for someone. <laughs> but everyone else kind of looked at me and I, I could read the room. Like they definitely didn't want me there. They definitely were curious as to why I'm there and who am I and what what are you doing here this is our place because it was only like besides me picking up the food there was there were three people at the bar they were all friends and I'm assuming they knew the waitress because they're all talking having a blast and then it got quiet instantly as soon as I walked in it was just like oh okay this is it's a weird sensation to have like I am not wanted here for that i don't think it's not not being wanted there it's it's something new and after something that changed and people i we talked about this before like you know people don't like change at all so the moment something new is there they're like yo what the hell is going on here (laughs) yeah it's saturday it's our normal saturday 
what yep. what who is this guy yeah does yep. he live here does he live near here like what what's going on yeah. here like how is he here and i'm telling you from the person that used to be at the bars all the time we look we pay attention it's not only just because you know you're new it's because it's unknown and we're yeah. like we're gonna pay attention real quick and then the moment we were like ah, don't worry about it then we go back to our own shit and don't worry about a damn thing again yeah and it, you kind of got that feeling because after a few minutes, I'm sitting there waiting for the food. I'm just watching the TV behind the bar, watching the game. They say, looked at me for a minute or two, and then they went back to doing their thing. They just started talking to each other, having a having a fun time. Cause I didn't I didn't interfere with it. I didn't say, "Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing?" I wasn't going to be there for long. I wasn't going to be making my, that place my usual. I was just coming in, leaving, getting my stuff, and getting out. That was it. So I didn't want to like, you know, like be that unknown variable, walk in and make it a situation where they don't want to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure you can you can be the situation. Just go ahead and make that situation happen. <laughs> yeah. But most people tend to, when they feel awkward in those situations like that, they tend to react more than anything else instead of read the room. And I've seen it happen time and time again, and it's the biggest mistake in the world. Yeah. Because most of the time, they're either one, they're looking out for the waitress on top of that because they probably do know them personally. And you you end up making a scene, and they make themselves look like an asshole on top of it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But um, I think my situation with that is um, I always draw attention to myself even without trying um because i like to go out i like to go out dancing and the style dance like to do is like ballroom waltz two-step things like that and yeah most people that go there tend to usually be be a white person and it's not that big of a deal (laughs) (laughs) and i walk in there and they're like yeah what what the fuck (laughs) they're all like hey yo what's going on here Yeah, exactly. There's that AO again. You know, we're incorporating it into our language, but hey, hey it's fun. It's fun. It's right. it is fun. It, exactly. It's fun. <laughs> it adds that little more context to the story. It adds a little bit more interesting. But like you said, yeah, it's like you said. There's that unknown variable. They're mostly just white people, and so when there's the one darker skinned person comes into play, all of a sudden they're like. You can say black. Okay. black person. We're, we're black okay. Person. We're okay here. We're safe here. <laughs> we're safe. Thank God. Um, but as soon as you walk into the into the ballroom or wherever the dance is taking place, they they look at you for that, that split second and they go, "That's the unusual." All right, moving on. And they continue dancing. Oh, I wish it was split second. They they look at me like I have a third head or something like that. Going on the back of it. Like, Yo, is that yeah. a mole in your neck? <laughs> <laughs> for for a while, and then they then they finally calm down. It takes like twenty thirty minutes, and I'm like, "Yo," and everybody yeah. looks at me like, "Hey, you feel uncomfortable?" Like this is what I get every time I go somewhere like this that's new. Yeah, every single time. So it's it's not a big deal to me. I'm used to it. I grew up in areas where it's worse than this, so I don't have to worry about it. Here, it's just everybody just looks at you like, do you know where you are right now? Like, are you, <laughs> did you come to the wrong place? Are you confused? Are you lost? <laughs> exactly. This is the right day. <laughs> like, did you lose you sure a bet? it was tonight? Did, did you lose a bet? You, you lost a bet. That's why you're here. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're here. Then I go out there and dance. And they're like, oh, he can dance. Oh, okay. And just keep on going. 
Yeah. You, you, you'll definitely, you know, it's, you'll definitely see that in different places because it's people are accustomed to certain groups of people going to do certain things. So when that unknown variable pops in, they are caught off guard. They're like, oh, God, what is this? But, you know, at this day and age, anyone can do anything as long as you're just having fun and having a good time. That's all that matters. Yeah, as long as you're not being disrespectful and an asshole, yeah. usually it works that's out true. for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, come about that time. Uh, so, Mr. Savage, what questions do you have for me today? Ooh. Okay. Um, so, you mentioned it before. You said the Japanese. So, what was... If you experienced an uncomfortable situation in language because you didn't understand the person or you misunderstood them, what was that situation? Um, the situation for me is misunderstanding most of the time is uh, reading people through text messages is always the worst. Um, okay. And I'm bad at expressing myself through text because I, again, use my, my normal vernacular and they feel like I'm calling them stupid because I use it in text too. So I just instant, instantly always call call and usually they don't answer because they're upset. And <laughs> then they finally call it back. And then they're like, hey, they're like, you're being an asshole because this, like I said this this way and I have to break it down Barney style for them. A, B, C, one, two, three, the whole nine yards. And then they're like, oh, my bad. <laughs> and mo most of the situations are always disagreements that I have nothing to do with. And yeah. it's always like that. And That's they always come to this. me and they're like, well, you were brought up about this. And I look at them like, so who said my name? Because I don't know what you're talking about in the first place. Because I don't pay attention to any of y'all. Yeah. Okay. But, um, uh, my question for you. Oh, what time frame is your favorite languages from the U.S. side of it in the last century or so? Last century or so. Uh, see, the, that's crazy to think about, too, because there's not only just like the time frame, but like the different East Coast, West Coast, Central but if I had to pick a generation, I'd have to say the 40s and 50s. Because that's the generation with Mafia, wasn't it? I yeah. liked the language they used then. So I liked that it was very, you know, very uh, direct. I liked that tone that they had. Yeah, it, it was it was a different style. It, it was and when you were talked to by them, they, they, you knew that you were being talked to by them and it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't one of these, Hey, we're just over here and just talking a little bit, but we're, we're actually, we're talking to you. We're not talking through, you're not talking past you. You, you got, you got our attention. So we're going to talk to you directly and deal with this now. Yeah. I agree with that. I do. I get that. Um, like I said, since I'm from down south, the language didn't change <laughs> very much. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
in small town area didn't change much. I just wish, uh, honestly, I wish everybody had the same, how do I want to say, the same opportunity to have that language incorporated into their own knowledge. So mm. that way when people actually can use their vernacular that they don't feel so so little so small and it, it makes me feel bad for them in a sense because they feel like you're being aggressive and attacking instead of just expressing your expressing yourself in a conversation yeah, yeah. it's uh it's crazy because for me personally at least i can most most of the time i'll understand the word you're saying at me if it's like a really intellectual word i'll be able to understand it and if not, like I said before, I can kind of decipher the meaning behind it or at least the general dis- uh, definition of it just through the context of the conversation. But a lot of the times I cannot pronounce the word. I have a pronunciation issue. So the higher the intellectual word is, the bigger the word, basically, I won't be able to pronounce it. I'll have like a a stuttering effect. Like, I'll be able to say it in my mind, but what comes out of my mouth is completely different. Like, it'll just be <laughs> so off course. It's like, uh, that's not how you say that word. So, but yeah, I get that. I really do. Yeah. I, I can see that. Um, honestly, want to see that. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, can we clip this? Can we, can we clip this? I'm doing this right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I appreciate you tonight, Mr. Savage. It's been a pleasure as always. always. All right. I hope you have a great night. Everyone else tuning in right now, thank you for joining the raid. I hope you all have a great night as well.